Welcome to the Don't Leave It to the Judges podcast. I'm here with my main man, Patty Broke a Skull. Patty, how's it going, buddy? Yay. So, uh, um, good, you know? Yeah. The, did you watch the Ultimate Fighter last night? We had, I, did. Uh, I did. Trayshawn Gore. And I'm still mad. Mad? What I'm mad, mad? At, at the house because those of us that might have just became fans of the mm-hmm. ultimate fighter because of the ultimate fighters tv show i think i know what you're gonna say here the drama in the house <laughs> yeah. there's no and shenanigans going on nothing. nothing you barely see these dudes talk to each other it's like here's a clip of hun singer talking to the guy who's about to fight who's talking mm-hmm. way too much and i i started to really not believe in him you know trey sean i started to be like he's i mean the dream with the grandma you're like come on guy you're fucking getting knocked out. This is over with. That's too much. That's a weird. Anyways, <laughs> I, 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 fuck, man. I, I, honestly, I told you, I think in the last episode that I was going for him. I thought mm-hmm. he had a good chance, but the, get, the difference is, is they want guys like Ryder Newman in the UFC. Now he's going to get his, he's going to get a next fight in the finale for sure. He's going to probably fight a wrestler and he, they're probably going to try to push him a little because he has accolades. That's the same thing that they do in the WWE. If uh, Brock Lesnar wasn't, if he, I mean, if he looked how he looked, they'd still give him a job. Mm. But because he's also actually a real life athlete, they're going to promote that part of him. That's going to be a part of his character. That's why he's not some crazy name like the the skull or whatever, <laughs> the broken skull. You know, um, he's just Brock Lesnar. It's just a, a guy's name. So uh, I agree with Here's you. There's no no one's came on anybody's food in the refrigerator. No one's took. Uh, shit and put it on top of the commode. No one's done no shenanigans, man. All besides the guy that lost moping in the damn corner, crying about it. I'm better than him. I'm better. But uh, man, I'll tell you when Ryder Newman when when I um when I figured he was gonna lose, but because I thought this is gonna be a pretty good fight. This guy's credentialed wrestler. This guy you haven't mentioned too much about him. He's like an athlete. He's, uh, yeah. They just keep saying how athletic he is. He's got power. It's going to be a pretty good fight. And then when Ryder was talking about, all right, I got my cleaning business, going to school for this, I got this, this. I'm like, man, this guy's got a lot to fall back on. This is yeah. this other guy, man, uh, Gore. You know, he he loses a, he's out, he's he's out. That's that's money out of his out of his pocket, out of his mouth, his kid's mouth. <laughs> but Newman, he seems pretty yeah. set up. So. But anyway, well, here's the thing. <laughs> the fight wasn't bad. It was a great fight, but I felt like when you when your foundation is rest is your go to. This is how you're going to win the fight. I'm going to throw a big shot and I'm going to shoot for a strong double. When you say, I'm already fearful thing career <laughs> because you must you're already going in state. You know what I mean? So have that. It's good that the wrestling tape, but to be like I'm going to shoot for the take because once you say. And you go in there and you try to implement it, implement, implement it. <laughs> there goes your speed. Mm-hmm. You're one fucking thing. You're one tool. And now you're flustered. And I think also the leg kicks. Dude. Yeah, the leg kicks got. To- but, you know, his takedowns, to me, he, he always tried to take them at the wrong time. While he's got a uh, yeah. dude up against the cage. Like, Boom, I'm going to try to take him down. He had a, a quite a few times where... They were in the middle of the, of the cage, and he hit him with a couple punches. Perfect opportunity for him to shoot for that double leg, and he would just always back off. He also felt that he couldn't get him because the defense was good. I mean, Trey defense aspect as well. And then you could see his confidence level going up, where he started to kind of egg him on, like, "Hey, you know, come right over here, man." Um, I would have. I still want to see a finish uh, from the little guys, which I think. That's what the one that's next, right? They're 135ers. Yes. The guy that you like. So we're going <laughs> to see a banging show, dude. The guy who has the glove. I mean, that. Here's, uh, he's a Justin Gaethje type to me. He's a guy who, look, if you saw him in the streets, you'd be like, that's just a regular guy. Little do you know, he's a dangerous man. Dangerous. Just wicked punching power. And he's 5'7. You know what I mean? Just like, 
not a very big guy, but he is dangerous. And I think this is, I'm also mad though, because Dana White tried to hype this fight up. <laughs> you know, all that, he's like, this is, you know, this is good. And that's what, come on, Dana, don't do that. Don't do that. Because <laughs> now if it doesn't happen, you look dumb. Mm-hmm. Vince Murdoch, Dustin Lampros. Having no good picks. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they uh, kind of just come out and have, show the buildup. Oh, I'm from here. Here's the home video of my house taped on my phone that, doesn't have yeah. image stabilization and shit's hard to watch without going into a seizure. And then, <laughs> then it's, I don't know, maybe the COVID kept them from going out and filming their own content. So they're relying on yeah. dude, shitty iPhone five or something. So they have that guy here. Here's my friends. I live out here. And you know, dude's like, here's my car. It's where I live. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and then they just have to fight. And then they just have, Okay, I'm picking him. I'm picking him to fight next, and that's there's been no drama. Come on, we need the drama, like you said, man. We need people. The guy that the guy that lose. What the hell is he doing moping in the corner? I mean, remember the time there? Let's bang, bro. Let's bang. Let me bang. Guys, like beating himself, his head in the wall. Fucking some kind of drama. Let's get it on. <laughs> no, that's not the guy. Damn it. Yes, I know who that guy. Uh, he went into bare knuckle. I can't remember his yeah, name. Yeah, he did go to Bare Knuckle. Uh, I actually had that one of my podcast intros at one point. Oh, all right. Bro. <laughs> it was my MMA show. <laughs> uh, so that, that last yeah, event. Dude. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, let's see how this pans out with the fights that are closer to the winning winning fights. If they're going to show more of the drama in the house because we're further into the season. Hmm. Or if they are purposefully saving all that shit for that after hours bullshit show because <laughs> that'll make people stop watching like i guarantee you people tune out we don't uh, do you watch it i have not seen no. one well i will say the first one i watched because it automatically came on after the episode ended it just came like just come right on but the last i haven't watched the last two and i realized why is because i've kind of forgotten about it because it didn't come on after the episode um, it's not good anyways. Like, it was coming on automatically, but, yeah. I mean, I watched, right, the, man, I watched the first one. The first one so. These are young cats. These are open micers, dude. I'm talking over you, Sam, because I'm done with it. Let's get on all to right. this fucking card we just watched, all right? Okay, let's do Very it. Very good shit. Dope, dude. Uh, th- let's just go with the main three right now all right. because uh, everything else is subpar. All right, we have Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. Let's go Damian Maya and Bilal Muhammad. Thank God okay. that went uh, Bilal's way. Damien should have retired. What is he doing? Put the damn gloves in the octagon, my friend. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but it, then we had the... Uh, uh, I was go just going to say, man, with um, Muhammad not fighting Edwards, they both, to me, they both come off looking weaker. <laughs> well, that's why I said in the last episode, I said their only thing, the only thing for either of them to do next is to fight each other mm-hmm. because they were both successful in their fights this card. Had that not been the case somebody's disappearing you know had nate pulled that off leon was probably gone they probably would have just got rid of him okay so thankfully they performed and here's here's what i loved about that meme that i sent you with the shack thing <laughs> i'm so glad that i see that as more people are coming to terms with the fact that nate diaz fucking stinks he stinks he he's does. lazy as shit in the octagon he wasn't doing it he was trying to pull, pull off like the george masvidal shit you know how he does that kind of sleepy and then bang he, he hits with four punches <laughs> Didn't work for Nate. Not that type of fighter. He should be swimming or playing tennis. Okay? This is bullshit. I don't give a fuck where you grew up, dude. It doesn't make you a better fighter because you're from someplace California. It's still California. You still get to go to the beach. You fucking probably lived a half-privileged life as it is. You look where you are. You're not crying for money now. You're barely fighting. People are keeping you around because you're a goddamn entertainer. You're a WWE star. That's it. And even then, he sounds, he sounds like he's got CTE on the mic. Yeah, I said, you know, going with two and nine, and with my brother here, bro, fix it or shut the fuck up. All right, he sounds horrible. There's no presentation for this whatsoever. He got beat up the whole fight, caught one shot, and still needed to do a fucking cool dance like Anderson Silva. Mm-hmm. Hey man, <laughs> finish the fight. Cause have you in a long time? Fucking A, dude. No. Conor McGregor was probably the last finish, and it was still a submission. Has he knocked? Has he rocked anybody in years? 
Jimmy Stevens, maybe? What the fuck are we talking about, dude? <laughs> and I'm so glad I'm seeing these memes because it's more people saying, get this guy out of there. Send him and, the, and his fucking brother right back over there to deal with Scott Coker. Go fight some guys you have a better chance dancing against, okay? Because that's what he was doing. Some of these fighters have, have this movement and grace that looks like dancing. Nate Diaz was just trying to dance, okay? And not good. I wish Lee, this is what pisses me off about guys like that. Anderson Silva, be hesitant. Be worried that he could just move his neck with you. Nate Diaz, hey, Leon Edwards, throw everything you have at him when he's doing that. Everything. Does he have knockout power? He caught you with that shot, those two shots, wide open. Clean shots that'll rock anyone. But when he's leaning down with his shoulder, doing that goofy shit, kick him in his fucking head. It was just weird that he was playing hesitant with that thing. Because essentially he came off fighting Jorge Masvidal, George Masvidal, whatever people call him these days, doesn't matter. He comes off this fight, and now he's doing what he did to him. That weird fucking dance. What are you doing, dude? It's a fight. And then he's raising his hands and stop. <laughs> Just quit. It's stupid. His his last what do you think about that? win was a decision against Anthony Pettis in August of 2019. His last non-decision win was McGregor in 2016. So <laughs> Uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't make this shit up. I watch the sport. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous that that's the case. And people will still be on his nuts. I'll buy his He should have never been put in that position. Why? He should have never been fighting whatsoever at at that caliber of fight anyway. I don't know why it was that. It was just his personality. That's all it is. It's not skill. And So whenever when he's walking to the the cage and they're like, oh, he's his punches and bubbles. Shut up, because none of that's true. He has great ground game. Yeah, maybe, sometimes. But also, let's talk about why he's still even here. Look at that fucking record. It is broken. <laughs> but uh, what do you think about the fight as a whole, Leon's performance? Because I don't even like Leon like that. Yeah, I, the same thing I thought with uh, uh, Muhammad. I thought they both come off looking worse, man. <laughs> Go after Diaz, put him away. What can he do? The guy is like a... It's usually like a jab machine, and that's pretty much... Yeah. Like I said, this fight, he's sitting around, fucking doing all kinds of stupid shit. Just run after him and put him away. Because what do you have here? It's like, did you not watch the tape? He doesn't have a record of that. But anyways, yeah. (laughs) It's just weird, dude. Uh, If you want to go ahead and give me a cut pause here. Um, Mine's on the way back, so I got to retrieve him. All right. So, co-main event. New champion, I mean, Brandon Moreno over Davis and Figueroa. I do like the different challenge that uh, Moreno brings as a champion to that division. You kind of figured out what Davison was doing. He had a lot of power, more than most. You find out that he's not very well-rounded. I mean, this Moreno worked him, dude. He made him look kind of bad. Like, he, they said he came in like a man on a mission, right before the fight he was super focused and holy shit it paid off what were your thoughts about that one uh yeah man Marie, he's uh he's always been very well rounded and great on the ground and uh yeah i, I agree like you said on the mission i'm i picked figurado but i'm not mad at all i think i said it that like you know while we were picking that you know this could go either way i i do like moreno a lot I, i've always have and i think I first because saw the guy for that weight class, Davison Figueroa looked shredded every time. He had crazy power. And you could essentially make the argument that, hey, one shot changed the whole fight. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing that goes with the main event. Vittori, Adesanya. Adesanya essentially picked him apart, stayed in the distance. He's just a more intelligent fighter. Not that Vittori doesn't have the possibility of getting Another shot, you know, down the road, this could be a whole thing. You know, it's a matter of who he can beat and who, where, because there's a lot of old guys in the division, dude, you know, especially at the top and 185. Uh, I like the call out for Whitaker. I'll take that again. I'll see that one again. That's fine for me because, you know, it's Bobby Knuckles, man. The kid's kid's not anybody to sit, you know, sleep on. Mm -hmm. He got the championship and kept that belt for a minute for a reason. Does he pose a new threat? Something Adesanya hasn't seen? No, but does anyone yet? There's not really anyone you could point to in that division to be like, yeah, they're the next one. There's, there's a lot of young guys, a lot of guys the lower part of the division, but 
they got to face tougher competition to make that actual analysis. But yeah, uh, I'm uh, ready when you are. Uh, you know, what else you got on uh, that Adesanya one? just looked unstoppable, man. Everybody's faced. Yeah, Vettator. It'd be interesting to see in the future if he would get another title shot. I mean, I just know like mm-hmm. Dana's kind of strange about someone that's lost twice yeah. fighting again. If uh, exactly, dude. Let me let me throw this in there then mm-hmm. too. You saw the goddamn the promo for McGregor and Poirier, right? All right. It was like in the middle of uh, I don't know, right before the main the main three fights, I believe. You oh, saw it, it right? Where they Actually, talk about, no, he knocked me out. <laughs> Oh man! I'll tell you what. I'll have to go back and watch. I, I bitched about, I bitched about the third fight, but that fucking promo sold me. I was very happy with the way they put that together because they're like, "You fucking knocked me out. I knocked him out. It's only fair." And you're like, "Fuck, he's right. That is logical. That is exactly right." Uh, so it makes it makes me curious to see because the difference was is the first Connor was this Connor fucking feeling unstoppable, mm-hmm. feeling unbeatable. The second Connor was this guy who was kind of laid back, nonchalant. I'll be a friend, mate. What is the third Connor? Yeah, well, let's hope he takes it serious, but we'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, what'd you think of mm-hmm. uh, Terrence McKinney, man? T Rex coming in on short notice. The man had just fought that Friday before, you know, a week and a day, and he put it against Matt Frivula. And the announcers were talking about how Matt Frivula. Has all this power? They're in the middle of talking about there. Yeah, the whole fight, the whole uh, couple of seconds, the whole seven (laughs) seconds. Matt Frivula can stand. He's got all kinds of power. Stand up, pow! It was over with. Yeah. yeah. And then the young man jumps up on the cage and comes down and hurts his his leg, his knee. Yeah. I thought he threw the punch uh, at a weird angle. Like he threw it off the foot weird, and that's how he hurt himself, but it was the cage jump, huh? Yes. Oh, yeah, it was the cage when he came back down from jumping up on the cage. I mean, it's not okay, the so first time we've seen somebody get hurt themselves celebrating. I don't I don't remember what time this was in my night. Hmm. But whatever time it was, my fiancé was standing right next to me. I'm watching the fight. I'm barely paying attention. She's yapping, you know, like a girl. And I... <laughs> So she's yapping it on like a fucking dumb. And I, <laughs> and I, you know, I'm barely paying attention to her. She said something about a fire. Anyways, so the, <laughs> I barely see the fight happen because it's that quick. And when it's over, dude, I start laughing my ass off. <laughs> we, because of the way that we talked about uh, the things that could happen, the possibilities, mm-hmm. the futures for this fight. And specifically this kid. And she goes... Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, my computer's gonna die. Huh. But uh, yeah, man. Right, How many uh, fighters anyways, can I, take I'll, a fight I'll, on that? Short okay. so I start, I start laughing. I start laughing. She goes, "Why are you laughing?" So I finish, and I said, "Because that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense." <laughs> and then it clicked in my head. I'm like, "He just fucking fought." Sam said, "He just <laughs> fought." That shouldn't happen. A week and a day what before. What that is, that, yeah, that's a Kamzat type of situation where, buddy, your ankle better not be that hurt because we're going to want to see that again. Mm-hmm. We're going to want to see because when that happens, even in the ultimate fighter, even if it's once, they want they want to see it recreated. Look at Uriah Hall, dude. When he slept mm-hmm. that kid in the ultimate fighter, we've all been a fan of his because do it again. Do more of it. You know, so when you're the same thing with these guys, you're like, oh, Matt Frivola, he's been in the fucking, he did very well in the contender series. He did his first couple of fights, fighting a guy he doesn't even know. Never had a chance. I don't think no. he did much. I think he, I think they might have touched gloves. <laughs> That's as close <laughs> as he got to hitting it. <laughs> Seven seconds. Touching gloves, first punch. All right. So, Steven Peterson, Chase Hooper. What would you think of that fight? I think Steven was upset that he was beating up a kid. Like, there was moments in his face where I'm like, he knows that this, he doesn't feel good about this at all. Yes, he's just, yes. okay. he's like, you know, I could slam you on your fucking head, right? I wrote <laughs> down, that I wrote down, me? I wrote down little kid on my fucking paper when I was watching yeah. it. It's a fucking little kid, just, man. Yeah, so uh, small, so long. Yes. 
He's got. He can take some shots, though. I'll give him that. He can take some shots, and but you don't. He's too, too young to take these shots. He's got this time much to learn. Into. But I mean, man, not everybody can do the Ryan Hall method, where you take people down and put them in all these weird submissions and just, just eat shots. <laughs> Wait, Paul Craig? Uh, gross. <laughs> that was. I was gonna. I was gonna see if you're gonna bring that up. Who the hell was that referee? The, uh, blind you know man. what? I'm gonna tell you this. This event, I noticed this on like the first four or five fights. There was like okay. an all star cast of referees. For, you had, uh, you had Keith Peterson. You had Dean Herb Dean. You had you had there was like a a rotating cast of, of referees. Why do you need like eight referees? For 14, 15 fights. I didn't get that at all. And then you had a couple guys you never even heard of. And that's one of those guys. I guess the athletic commission was like, hey, we got all these big names here. Let's throw these guys in. I don't know, but. He's the the one referee that's never seen tap or snap on a (laughs) t-shirt. Like, what the fuck? What are you watching, a cartoon? Because bones don't do that. Human arms don't move like that. Dude, here's what was fucked up for me. I saw him catch what I thought was going to be the first one that he broke. And I came back in the room and I saw that he did break his arm. Cause when he rolled that first time, I was like, Oh, he's cause remember he caught the first arm. He had the first arm locked and it looked nasty, but the way that he rolled out of it, he actually got out of it. So I'm like, okay. And next mm-hmm. second I walk out of the room, come back, his arm's broken, different <laughs> arm. I'm like, what the fuck happened? That was three minutes. I walked away barely, you know, I'm like, oh. And, and Paul's like, what I saw actually when I came in the room was him like looking at him from from the other side of the cage. He's just staring like, uh, I don't know. I, he was like, I even tried to tell the guy, hey, look at it. You see how this arm moves? Yeah, yeah they move? tell you not to not to stop until the rest. Is. True. I, what if he broke both of his arms before he got a chance to get out? He snaps them. Uh, but Jamal Hill, the way that he looked at a guy who has had broken arm before, he was not concerned. I bet that bitch hurts now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Huh. I told you he was a dangerous dude, man. Paul Craig is nobody to fuck with. When he, when I saw him catch that last second submission, I was a fan. Hmm. Let's get in this card, buddy. Yes, let's get into this card. This is, I want this fight so bad. I was going to mention it before we even got into it. Let's get into it. Uh, Matthew Semmelsberger, just a guy, just fed to the sharks. It's done. <laughs> this guy's not quickly because he's fighting Chaos Williams. Now, I don't even have to say anything more. Just Google it. Google it. Go look up Chaos Williams, and he's opening up this card. Why weren't you on the pay-per-view? It doesn't matter. Well, speaking of that, I think because ESPN is all out of sorts. I don't I don't I really don't think this is opening of the card. I think Sherdog Sherdog usually has it in the correct order, and ESPN has it all over the damn place. But uh yeah, man, Chaos Williams, he's um He's won. He's got three knockouts in his last four wins. Yeah, this he ought to take this no problem, and beat yeah. up on semi to Jedi. Come on, what is that? That's his name, man. That's his and name. And another guy with a mullet or just bad hair. Oh uh, man, Joaquin Silva, Rick Glenn. All right, this is another guy who uh I like, Rick Glenn. Just two first names, but a badass guy. Uh, I think he's going to take this for sure. He's 21 and six. He's got way more fights than his 11 and three opponent. Although 72% went with him. Maybe it's because he's Brazilian. I don't know. Yeah. Both, both of these guys have a long layoff. They haven't fought. Uh, Joaquin has been since August, 2019 and Glenn's been November, 2018 since he's fought. So we'll see what kind of shape these guys come in, but there's a big height difference in this fight. He's one of those guys that's in uh, Rick Glenn. In the division that he's in, he's always been the taller, lankier guy. Mm-hmm. It gives him a striking advantage because he does utilize it well. The difference is, is he keeps disappearing. He comes in, he's successful, and then he's gone. And you're like, what? How can I follow? It's a weird hype train when you have like one, one car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like only three people can fit and they're just upset. Anyways, it's a bad joke. <laughs> <Cut that. laughs> oh, man. Oh, here you go. I'll let you get this one. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's a. Nikolai Nig <laughs> in in Gano- I'd have I'd have fooled you if I took this down correctly. Uh, I 
know how many times you practiced. Like four. <laughs> I had it a couple times. Oh, man. It's Nikolai Nigamurin. It's crazy. I don't know how to fucking say it. It's, uh, yeah, just get a different name. He should. Alexa you know? Komar. Uh, Alexa's going to win this. Uh, I feel both these guys are coming off a loss. But uh, Nikolai, he hasn't fought since March of 2019. So I'm, I'm going for Alexa. I like a guy with a weird last name and a flag that I don't recognize. <laughs> they're dangerous, dude. Where do they train? There's no way they're around that many other people. <laughs> hey, what's that flag? Never seen it before. You train in the woods then by yourself? And <laughs> bears? Nikolai's a, it's a <laughs> Romanian. At least it's not YouTube videos. Uh, next up, we have a P-break fight. We got 6-0 Casey O'Neill versus 7-1 Laura uh, Procopio. Procopio, and uh, you know what? Copio for the win, dude. She got it. I picked her too. Uh, I can't remember who was gonna fight last time, and it was like she was the up and come, the newcomer that was gonna be a sure loss, but yeah. that's not what happened. She did well, <laughs> she did well. So, yeah, I went with her, and uh, yeah, man, Casey O'Neill, her opponents 21 and 15. Her last knockout was over Shayna Dobson, Shauna Dobson, who's four and five. Yeah, I went with uh, with Laura. Also, uh, man, we got to stop agreeing so much. <laughs> oh, it is yeah. what it is. So uh, the next fight of featherweight, Julian Erosa, Songwoo Cho. Uh, Cho's won his last two, and uh, I went with Erosa. He's won his last three fights. Uh, he, even though only. 43% of people picked him out. I went his way. Yeah, I like him. Uh, he's got a lot of fights for a new guy. A lot of fights. And he's got a very interesting style that if he can be consistent, could he could be up there, dude. He's dangerous. He's got some power. He's got strong legs, heavy hands. I think this is going to be a fun fight because I have no idea who Choi is. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take this next one. You got a heavyweight fight next. Josh Parisian. You sure do. A circle on this thing. Rock Martinez from Guam. Now Martinez, man, he's fifteen and seven. He's he's lost four of his last seven. Here's the thing with Parisian. He he's six four, where Martinez is five ten. So he's got a hell of a he's got a six inch height advantage. But they keep trying to set up Josh Parisian to to do something. They keep setting him up, man. They're giving him bums. I don't know why they want to build this guy up so bad, but remember they, they put him up against Parker Porter. He just came out of nowhere and got into the fight like short notice, and he beat Josh Friesen. So I, I yeah. went with Josh, okay. but, man, if he fights anybody, it, it, yeah, it. Uh, I'm not going to be picking he, him. He, I'm not going to stay on his side. If he loses this one, he should be cut immediately. Because what it is is he is the CM Punk of the heavyweight division. They're giving him a, they're giving him a bunch of tomato cans, hoping to push him forward, only to watch yes. him lose to tomato cans. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So I'm going with uh, Rock Martinez. Let's go, baby. Are Fox. you really same height, same so, height, same exact body type? I look just like this dude. We're almost brothers. Let's so, go, baby. So his his plan is just to lay on top of Josh for all the yeah. rounds, and, and then uh, when he gets it's cut, he just comments all over Derek Lewis's Instagram. It's a new yeah, Michael of course. Yeah, that's, yeah. Hey, what are you doing when your uh, UFC uh, career ends, uh, Rock Martinez? Uh, I'm going to follow the beast on uh, Instagram. <laughs> Man, I had I had to uh, get your reaction when they put his tweet up. Oh, I got to say something about that shit, too. Okay, so they're posting all these tweets from Steve-O. Ah, oh, so-and-so took that round. 1-0, blah, blah, blah. Dude, I'm watching the event, and they're like, guess who's in attendance? Steve-O. Right. What the fuck is he just sitting there fucking tweeting the whole goddamn time? He's not even watching the fights. Francis Ngannou was a scene uh, with a tweet after one of the rounds of Izzy, I believe. Like, uh, are you bored? <laughs> All right, next up. Did you do the last one? No, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I did, but I, I, yeah, it doesn't matter. I can attempt this one. Go for it, buddy. <laughs> it's a uh, uh, Canico Morado and Verna Jandarabi. I probably said that wrong. I, I went with Verna. She's got 13 sub submission wins out of her 16. I was, thought that was pretty impressive. 
But uh, yeah, Murata's lost. Oh, she's won eight of her last fights. Her, but I went the other way. Are you, you going to the bathroom? Taking bathroom break on this fight? I wasn't listening to anything you said. I was texting. <laughs> You're talking about? <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, the one girl, she's terrifying looking. She scares the shit out of me. She looks like a character from Hocus Pocus. Uh, I went with her. <laughs> her eyes are looking <laughs> two different ways. Here, here's what she's this looking is very, at me and you from from fucking zooms across yeah all right across this is states. a very interesting thing that i was thinking though sam when you think about how sometimes i pick the fight it's based on nothing other than how the person looks you know what i mean like that's the fun part about this show is we are also pretty well versed in the sport but sometimes i'll be like i don't know he looks good and he looks strong <laughs> That's it. Never heard of him before. See, Good the, luck. The next fight you know? they have listed is why I don't I don't trust yeah. ESPN. ESPN should be the leader. I mean, they it's on their channel. They should know what fights are happening. But they, they have Tim Means and Danny Roberts, but that fights off Danny Roberts' COVID protocol. <laughs> you know what? This, okay, so I'm just going to pick team Tim Means and move on, But because I'm excited about this next one. It's a very hard one for me. Uh, Marlon Chito Vera versus Davey Grant. 13 and 4 for Davy Grant, 16 7 and 1 for Marlo Marlon Marlo Marlon Vera. Uh I think I'm going Davy Grant. Man, I, I went with Davy Grant. Um Marlon's he lost two of his last three fights. Uh his last fight was decision loss to uh, Aldo. Uh, Aldo and uh yeah, Grant he's won his last three fights. His last two were KO wins and he's got eight submission wins. I, I went with He's, he just seems dangerous, dude. Didn't we just... Bruno Silva just fought. Remember? Because I made the joke about the guy he was fighting, which was Rodriguez, some Rodriguez. I was like, which one of these guys looks most likely to have a pizza shop? <laughs> you know, and I was like, actually, both of them. <laughs> no, it's fucked up. It's <laughs> like they would come from the back with an apron on. <laughs> uh, no, nah, man, he hasn't fought since uh, 2008, believe it or not. There's too many goddamn Silvas. Too many Silvas. That's what I was going to say. Too many, too many Silvas. Silvas. Too many silvers with beers. And they're all eating pizza today. Yeah, stop that. Um, I don't know who to pick in this one, though. We got Wellington Terman versus Bruno Silva. I mean, that is a pizza spot owner for sure. Like, that's a guy who has a tucked-in button-up shirt with a tie but no jacket. But he's at a pizza place. You know why? Because he doesn't touch the marinara or cheese. He's got people that work for him. Bruno Silva's. Anyways, uh, 19 and 6. That wasn't worth it. Cut it. Uh, Wellington Terman, <laughs> 16 and 4. Uh, you know what? Just because I've been talking all this shit about Bruno Silva, I'm going to go with Wellington Terman. <laughs> <laughs> I went with Bruno Silva, man. Uh, so I'm not going to cut it. I'm going to tell you why. Because when I saw his name, I was all set to say, yeah, he's been a veteran of, of the UFC, been around a while, blah, blah, blah. This guy, this is his UFC debut. <laughs> Who? Bruno Silva. Bruno? Yeah. Wow. There has to be wow. another Bruno Silva wow. or something. Has to be. Oh, man. Maybe so, we're in a parallel universe like that guy on TikTok. So, yeah. Yeah, I was I actually <laughs> wrote down UFC debut and I wrote it over on the other guy's name, but that wasn't true. But, uh, yeah, Silva, he's got 16 knockout wins out of his 19 wins. Yeah. So, I, I'm He has a white guy's name, but he's Brazilian. He, has, uh, he actually has an English white guy's name. Wellington? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, Wellington. He hangs out with about. that uh, Beverly that Hills like guy. like a butler. He sounds like he works for Batman. <laughs> Wellington. <laughs> How may I help you, sir? He's got a Brazilian accent, though. Don't know what that sounds like. Not going to attempt it. Uh, next up, we have Matt Brown. Ooh, I want your thoughts on this one. <laughs> versus Diego Lima. So you got a, a vet and a nasty vet mm-hmm. in Matt Brown. Versus a newer guy, a some would say prodigy, uh, you know, in a way of his own brother, Douglas, who is who is doing so good in Bellator. You know, you just wonder when he's going to make the switch and come lose a bunch more fights um, in the UFC. But Diego went through a series of, you know, that's why I hate seeing James Krause's stupid fucking face. Even though I'd like to see him fight Joaquin Buckley. I just want to say this. The reason I hate seeing his face is because he was on that ridiculous series of the ultimate fighter where they brought UFC fighters and guys that had left the UFC to come back to try to attempt to get back in the UFC. And James Krause was a participant and now he's training fighters. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> so you're in the UFC, but you're also on the ultimate fighter right now. I don't like what you're doing. And now he's, I hate that. He's also like the guy who's 
coaching fighters. Like, we need GSP out there coaching fighters. Why isn't he in motherfucker's corner? Why is it for Asahabi? Yeah, and you probably noticed that um, that Gore from last night, the one to fight on Ultimate Fighter, uh, a student at, at Lima's school, or yeah. gym. Yeah. So what do you, I mean, <laughs> Diego hasn't done anything for me since he's, he's camp. He's lost six out of his last ten fights. So he's done nothing for anyone, not even his family. Ah, oh, that's bad. Cut that. Oh, that was bad. I feel so bad about that one. What if they're all really struggling? He's like, if they're not going to be struggling, <laughs> they're in good shape. All right. So, uh, how the hell did 80% of the people pick him? I don't understand that at all. No, they must just like his last name. They just looked like at the records. They saw Matt Brown 24 and 18, and they were like, oh, fuck. But I would think a lot more people would know who Matt Brown was. I don't know, don't man. I'm one of He's those guys good. who have never liked Matt Brown. I've never liked the guy. I don't know. I've just never. I'm just. He looks like an asshole. He looks like a <laughs> fucking dickhead. He looks like a guy that he was unapproachable as all hell. And he's he's lost seven of his last ten fights. And uh, I actually picked him. I picked Matt Brown. I've never I've never uh, expected him to win a fight before ever. So that's how I little him. I think of Diego Lama. Yeah, I got him. I picked him. I like that I say the name to you correctly five times, and you still will decide to say it incorrectly. Don't cut this. I won't. What happened? I said I Lima. It's Lima. 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 I even Damn. mentioned his brother. Yeah. <laughs> Are you texting while I'm talking like I was? <laughs> Believe it or not, no. No, I'm just fucking with you, buddy. Um, but here's my thing with Matt Brown, though, is the guy is always dangerous, and you mm-hmm. don't know how he, how he is going to finish finish a fight if he's going to finish but Diego hasn't done anything that makes me feel like he's a threat to Matt Brown but also this is just a fight that could only hurt Diego <laughs> simply because Matt Brown's just right there <laughs> they both have to be on the verge of getting that's what cut. I mean like there, there's nothing else this is either his last fight what is he going to become a champion get out of here he's not selling fights uh, go ahead with the next one there. Matt Brown he's- doing like commentary or something I don't know dude Dude, the only voice he talks to is the one in his fucking head. What is, <laughs> no way this dude has, he has zero personality. Guys, like, he, he's like a dog, man. Just, he just does the work when you, you know, like one of those dogs that goes and gets the pigeon or whatever you shoot out of the sky. That's all, he just works. That's it. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the next fight's a heavyweight fight. Oh, oh, let's see, uh, Alinke or Sergio Spivak. Okay. I love it. Right. This is the my favorite part about this podcast. I'm really, really? loving it. Oh, I want you to not, here's the here's the best part, guys. For the listeners, don't cut this, Sam. For the Olenic. listeners, Sam was, Olenic is forty three uh, years old, man. Forty three. Let me finish this thought. All right, go ahead. Sam goes out of his way to really nail it on the head. He wants to be a professional. All right, he takes this seriously. He takes notes. He writes little quips on the sides, <laughs> but. He will still hear this man who is 67 years old. He's been fighting the UFC forever, and his name is Alexei Olenek, which just, that's what pisses me off about Russian names. Just <laughs> use all the letters in the name. You know? Like, they're picking and choosing. This is how it's said. Well, then why is there an extra E and a Q and a Y? What are those there for? Because I didn't – that those sounds didn't get out of my face. And I'm just poking fun because it's charming. And for you dickheads that don't – don't think that this is worthy of listening to i'm sure whatever fucking spiked up haircut dipshit commentator that has no he has no he has less personality than you know a fucking flip-flop what's his name pretty boy he's five three fights real funny God <laughs> commentate sometimes his name is eluding me right now he's fought uriah faber or they were friends or weren't friends what is his name Derek? dominic cruz God damn it, son of a bitch. And he has a name like a rich kid. Dominic, you're white. Stop it. Oh, all right, all right. Uh, you can cut all of <laughs> Just cut it where I said, this is a fun show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't cut hardly anything, believe it or not. No, I, mean, I do cut I, stuff, but not shit. Mostly the silence. Yeah. Well, who do you like in <laughs> this silent. one, Alexi? Uh, you said he's old. That doesn't, I mean, he's... Yeah. I didn't circle Spivik. Spivik. I went, I went with him, man, the younger fighter, 26 years old. Uh, I like Alex, Alexi, but he, he's lost yeah. four of his yeah. last six. He's been yeah. knocked out in his last two fights. I think his chin is... Uh, all right, so I think the same thing with um, with uh, my favorite fight, but one of my favorite fighters, so I can't think of his... Fu- Alistair Overeem. 
I think after a while of getting hit in the face, you just your chin gets worse and worse. If that makes any sense, you're more susceptible to getting knocked out after it happens to you. A, I don't know ten times, and I yeah. think that's where we're at with uh, with him. I think he's just been knocked out so many times. Is he's got a glass jaw? Well, if you go back to the Ryder Newman theory, where getting hit specifically hard enough even one time in the fight will change your mentality it'll you what i see with a lot of the old guys especially the vets they find themselves unable to counter they're not able to fight back when they get hit they just get hit and try to move out of the way instead of trying to punch themselves out of the way you get what i'm saying strike back on your movement they just put their hands up against the cage a la junior dos santos sometimes arvlowski right we see this a lot instead of the young fighters that they, they'll fucking back up against the cage and fire back mm-hmm. while getting hit you see what i'm saying yeah in a firefight you're selling tickets that for sure and i think we're going to see that in the marlon vera uh marlon vera i just want to say chito vera <laughs> i think that's going to be one of those fights because they are those type of guys it's going to be a slugfest but you are right olenic is a ground guy he's had so much success with that but if that's all you got dude and you can't get there and they know that your chin is susceptible. I think a guy like Spivak could find it. Yeah, and I mean, the th- this could be the stepping stone to, to help build the foundation of his career for Spivak. Yeah, he's you know, he's only twenty six, so uh, he's a big dude for the weight class too, and he's in he's a big dude that's also in good shape. He's not 5'10", 240, like Rock Martinez, who's going to beat the shit out of Josh Parisian. <laughs> I bo- <laughs> watch this, dude. I'm gonna get on the fucking Rock Martinez that was, and that train. Was, that'd be awesome if that. Happened. Do you ever pick fights? Because I do this all the time. I'll pick the fight. I'll be like, okay, that guy's going to fucking win. And then uh, when I'm watching the fight, I'll start rooting for like, the underdog, man, if I didn't pick him. I'm like, come on, man, knock his fucking ass out. Like, Well, that's, that's really being a fan. <laughs> to me, that's really being a fan. Because it shouldn't be about that. That's why you get to see them hug at the end. Yeah. Because it's who can get better of who in the moment. That's why it's fun to make these predictions, to say these things. But the reality is, dude, I'm going to watch. I'm going to root for whoever in the moment. And what the results are doesn't matter. I've, Dude, when's the last time you missed a full event and didn't actually go back and just watch it? It's impossible. I can't remember. Every other sport disappeared like it did during the pandemic and the UFC still was the only thing that existed. I'll be fine. You know what I mean? Like that's our dedication to the sport. We are real fans to that level. Where we can sit here and be like, I just like him because his hair, you know, and who knows, the hair might actually make him win, you know. And when you're watching it, you're like, no, the hair's bad. The hair's bad. The hair's not helping at all. <laughs> it can be that, but that's what I love about it. And people forget that about this fight game, dude. It is so fucking random. It's so, so random. They try their best. So they try so hard to set shit up, mm-hmm. don't they? Yeah. They Look at Josh Parisen. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's like that Kevin Holland. You know what I mean? Dudes like this, you're like, come on. Darren yeah. Tillerson was that way for a minute. Like, dude, it's crazy that it gets like it, that, but it, that's what's fun. It's the same day of what I was telling you. I'll watch that Josh Parisen fight, and I picked him to win. I think he's going to win. But, exactly. dude, I'll be rooting for Martinez to knock his fucking yeah. ass out. That'll be funny as hell that exactly. happens. Second time they done put him in somebody that is a sure knockout. All right, well, guy, we're setting your ass up. You got yeah. you got the easy road. You got the Dana White privilege on you. Here's the uh, there's some people no one's ever heard of. Go you know, get them. And how many other podcasts that are talking about fights like this are feeling that exact feeling? Not many. No. <laughs> Probably just us. We're like, yeah, I don't know. it doesn't really matter, but it's fun to to throw out why these fighters would win. It's a video game type of situation. You know, it's no different than somebody predicting why they think the, the lake should beat the Pelicans. You know, we're just doing it one on one. This is a real man versus another real guy. That's why when people are like, oh, Tekken or Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat's the best fighting game of all time. Why? None of those guys exist. Do you know I can go on my game and beat the hell out of Uriah Faber as Conor McGregor? <laughs> those are real dudes you could shake hands with. You'll never shake hands with Sub-Zero. <laughs> <laughs> and, interesting observation. It's too deep. You'll have to cut it. Break that. <laughs> It's going to be a four-part episode. Go ahead and cut that one for the next step. <laughs> no. So we got the main event, and we were just talking about someone I feel that didn't have a chin to someone who I think has one hell of a chin, and that's 
Chan Sung Young against Dan Ige. Yeah, but uh, but I'm I'm going with the Korean zombie man. I got him. He's uh he did lose his fight to Ortega the last fight, but the guy he can take some shots. I've seen him take shots and he can give shots. What happened in Danny Gay's last fight? Can we look that up? Oh yeah, I know he's won seven of his last eight. Look how fast it ended. Look how that it was one shot, and look how Danny Gay's face never changes ever. (laughs) You know his picture looks just like that when he was born. That's the same face he had. He was oh, he, like uh, he knocked out Gavin yeah. Tucker in 22. His last fight. You're goddamn right he did. You're goddamn right he did. And he did it like this, Sam. No <laughs> motion. This dead face. He's more of a zombie than the Korean zombie. I've seen the Korean <laughs> zombie smile. I don't think Danny Gay knows what emotion is. <laughs> I think he might have been made somewhere. Somebody made this guy. They're like, throw last name on there. What do you mean to smash some letters together? Yeah, fuck it. How many? Three? So, I guess. And how about IGE? Is that a thing? Eegee. All right. Throw out Dan Eegee. That's a real guy. Nope. That's a subhuman. He's a universal soldier, and I am going to go with him. Fuck All it. right. So in other words, this should be a damn good fight. Dude, I think there's going to be fireworks. If this doesn't end uh, quickly, these dudes are going to hurt each other bad. It should. Uh, this it, You got it right. It should be. I mean, Eegee's got the... Uh, uh, split decision win over Edson Barboza. I mean, he's beating some tough guys. Korean Zombie is that also. He's mm-hmm. a guy that you beat the hell out of, and he keeps coming after you. Yes. So Dan Ige is going to have to beat him up if he's going to win. But same thing, vice versa. Can the Korean Zombie, because he, with the Yair Rodriguez fight, I would put down in the Hall of Fame today. From beginning to end, Watching the Korean zombie fight Yair Rodriguez was the epitome of stand-up fighting, I would say. When you look at striking, that's what it should look like. That shit was insane. That's one of the fights that I would shit my pants rather than go to the toilet and miss a second of it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because the way that they were fighting each other, you're like, at any second, someone's going to get knocked the fuck out. Someone might lose a head. You might lose teeth, all this shit, because they were going at it, dude. And that's why I'm a fan of the Korean zombie. He's been around since like the re, you know, the re-release of the UFC games and just a monster clay Guida and him got down way back in the day. I've seen this dude. He's been in there. I think, what was it? The, uh, Oh man, the young boxer, the Mexican dude, him and dude went down beating the shit out of each other. Do you remember that fight chance? Uh, Korean zombie versus, uh, I keep wanting to say Frank, but I know that's not, it, there's no way it's Frank. Say Leonard but Garcia, maybe? There you go. Hmm. Yes, dude. Leonard Garcia, one of my fucking favorites, too. That, those fights will turn anybody into a fucking fan. Not, not even of those fighters specifically, my guy. They will make you a fan of the sport. You watch Korean Zombie versus Leonard Garcia, any one of them, I think they did it a few times. Uh, you're going to be a fan now. You thought football was cool and dangerous? <laughs> Look at these guys. It's beautiful. So it's hard, to, it's hard to count this cat out, man. It is. But I'm doing it for the love of uh, the podcast and the interest of Danny Gay's career as well. You know, who knows? He could be the next guy. But uh, what do you got for this last thing? <laughs> uh, I don't think it's going to go to distance. I think someone's going to go down. What are you picking then? So you're going TKO, KO? I, yeah, I got TKO, KO. Uh, right. I, th- I think it's going to go in like uh, the fourth round. I'm going to go with the 5%. With the submission? Yeah. Okay. Just right. because it's out of the blue, it's random. But I also felt kind of weird when I saw a submission start to happen in one of these fights. I think it was the uh, Figueroa moreno fight, the first set of su- submissions that he tried. I was like, man, this is just kind of early. I didn't really get to see him dominate. But then when they got back up, they got back up. They started to bang around again. I was like, am I losing my fan fanmanship for submissions now? <laughs> I hope not. Um, but, yeah, this is a good card, dude. I'm actually – this is one of the few that's uh, – wherever Chaos Williams in that fight is, please watch it live so I can fucking shoot you a message <laughs> when we explode. I will. I will. <laughs> I've been talking about this dude since the last fight because everyone was talking about him before that. And he's 
it could be opening up this whole card. Get the fuck out of here. How interesting is it if that is the case and he comes out and sets the standard for everybody else? Let's go. Uh, let's see. I'm going to see where Sure Dog has him. Fuck, where are you? They, he, they got him fighting fifth. Okay. And see, it then seems I'm more sure. realistic because they got Casey O'Neill and Lori Procopio. What did they got? Got them fighting first. I mean, that seems a lot more realistic. Well, exactly, because he's also kind of a big deal to put him right out there. But either way, guys, if there's any fight, I mean, you could skip Korean Zombie Ige, but do not miss that Chaos Wims. I promise it's going to be insane. Because if he loses, then it's also very funny. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> very funny. I love that shit, too. I want to see Josh Parisian go down again. <laughs> Here's, I mean. Even though I picked him. I guess I should have said that. All right, you guys don't miss the Chaos Williams, but I could skip everything so long as I get to see Parisian versus Martinez because Martinez is my boy now. I'm riding him every time he's around, dude. He's, I'm going for him. Let's go. I'll put real money on him. Just to fuck. <laughs> I'll get real fucked up with it. <laughs> well, that would be a big win if you, you bet on Martinez and he won. It's kind of a... Um... Anytime. <laughs> Just no matter who he fights, it's always a big win. <laughs> Why does he keep winning? I don't know. This dude on a podcast keeps putting money on him. <laughs> oh, man. Just like uh, Terrence, the, the last fight with T-Rex, man. I was so happy because I had wrote down on, on my little paper, future star with the question mark. And he fucking won in seven seconds. Like, holy. So. Unexpected as hell, but yeah, very happy. Awesome shit. Well, everyone, we're... We're out, man. <laughs> Watch this card. Listen to Do You Party podcast. All right, Mike Cannon, recent guest, comedian Mike Cannon from Irish Goodbye. Here's the scenario. He came on, shared some stories about partying, about the tunnel, about taking way too many mushrooms that you got to <laughs> cuddle up in the bed and stay safe and away from the world. <laughs> and insane commercials. We got uh, future recordings. You know, I got stuff coming up this week. I got Dylan Negri. Uh, from Gas Digital Network. He's a producer. Uh, people know him. He's got his own podcast, Doped Up and Dying. Very funny kid, young kid. Looking forward to hearing his stories as well. Uh, I think I'm going to be trying for some bigger names here shortly. Not not that Mike Cannon and those guys aren't big names, but just more names, I guess I'll say that. And I'll just keep trying. And I'll just keep doing it until they, you know, they give in. <laughs> <laughs> Round one, fight!